We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jacked Ramsey's postgame show. I really shouldn't come in with that much energy because that's showing more than the Portland Trailblazers did tonight, who fall 139-106. As bad as that is, that isn't the worst ass-kicking the Trailblazers have had this year. They lost, uh, they gave up 145 points, of course, to the Boston Celtics about a month ago. <clears throat> Logan, right out of the gate, how many times have the Blazers allowed over 130 this year? I think it's a third or fourth. Yeah, it's getting up there. We talked about it last night or last game. Um, they they allowed over one twenty four seven times. Make it eight. Make it eight. <laughs> Make it eight. It's uh, we're gonna get to ten. This team's easily gonna get to ten. Get it to ten. Get it to ten. I have gotten more messages from people around the league tonight, uh, media executives, agents, um, than in any particular game because everybody was kind of watching. Everybody loved the ten day guys they have. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was, uh, man. It's as bad as it's been, man. Like it, maybe, s- maybe ever legitimately like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would, I would, I would honestly, right now I would take the Zebo teams one-on-one. They gave coach. a shit. They gave a shit and Zebo will give you fucking buckets. Yeah. Like they, they gave a shit. Like, yeah. um, I, I have never seen dysfunction this bad in this organization. Like they aren't even mad at each other. No, they literally just guys that are like they just they just gave up. They don't care. 
Uh, Todd Scott says, I stopped watching as a first quarter, laughing my ass off, 47. Um, yeah. First of all, it. thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. Um, I'll, for those that didn't see the, the post on Blazer's Edge, um, I'll, I'll, I'll read to you guys what I, what I kind of put in there, and it's going to kind of sum up the way we're going to go tonight. Uh, it's no longer panic time. The water is filling the boat. It's not a leak. It's a hole the size of a buffalo on the side of a ship. It's going down. Now it's a matter of how fast and who makes it. The salvage service will be called upon once the ship hits the bottom. Everyone needs to stop bailing now and let what's going to happen happen. Get what you can. Slap on the life vest and hop on the slide and into the lifeboats. Things are going to get worse before they get better. And that's where I insert both Brandon and I. We are here to hold your hands, fire up a flare, and show you just how the MRE food heater works. While you wait for that sweet, sweet rescue chopper, hold on to your butts. It's going to be a cold night. Come closer with the Jack Ramsey's crew and huddle for comfort and warmth. <sighs> I feel like it's a pretty apt analogy. I don't know how much warmth we're really going to give you, but... Uh... I mean, I am a human heater, let me tell you. You, you <laughs> snuggle up with me, baby. You're going to stay warm long through that night. I, I am a, uh, I'm a very large man who puts off an excess amount of heat. It's crazy as my wife is like the opposite, but like a little heater. She's my little space heater. Yeah, see, my, my, my wife, she, she puts her freezing cold feet on me, and I'm like, ah. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's the good stuff right there. That's a uh, that's a pro move right there. Uh, it's, I mean, like, listen, I, I, I take it because I, I, I am one of those people who sleep with, like, a sheet, like, lightly yeah. over, like, maybe half of my body, and then I have, like, the other leg out because I'm always a million degrees no matter, right. like, what temperature it is. So um, I say all that to say thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. If you're not uh, already subscribed here on YouTube, like, rate, review, find us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, all the post game shows get uploaded uh, after the show up to the podcast feed. We will have the mailbag pod on Sunday, which I'm sure will just be a pile of questions that says, "Why? How the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of that." Um, as uh, as Larry points out, Blazers up to number four, tied for the lottery, lottery rankings. They're just outside of that top billing, ladies and gentlemen, for that 14% chance at the number one overall pick. Danny, that, that gives them the second best percentage odds to get the number one pick if my memory yes. serves correct. Top, top three. three. Top three get 14%. Uh, and then after that, I believe it falls to 12 and a half and then nine. They suck. What were the, weren't they like... They were super long shots the year they won it with Odin, right? Weren't yeah, they, like they were 10th best or something? Or 12th. Like yeah, they had like a 1% nuts. chance. That's so right. when Greg hit, it was like, oh. That's right. Because I remember they they got to the top three and it was like, holy shit, Portland got a top three pick. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, oh my God, is this really happening? And then they got to number two and it was like, Seattle Supersonics, you're like, holy <laughs> Blazers won the draft lottery. Ah! They got Kevin Durant. Oh my God! Wait a minute. And, and, and shout out Ben Gulliver. Honk for Greg Oden. Remember the billboard? Oh yeah, that's right. Honk twice for Greg. That's right. Um, Tyrell says thanks, boys, because I'm cold as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, We're freezing uh, too. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, it's it's hard to be warm when you're dead inside. It's it's amazing the messages that I'm getting right now. Like it's, I mean, what would would where would you have put in? Where would you have put Putin? Where would you have put the percentage? Happy 2020. You, you Russian? You, you oh, putting I, it there? I am putting it in. Um, 
Where would you put the percentage chance had I said preseason Danny by 35th game of the season, 34th, whatever they're at now, they're going to have the second best odds to get the number one pick in the draft. Like, where would you have put that realistically in your mind, the way you view you're out of your bleeping mind. They're not that bad. Right. Like, I, I just kind of, like, threw it to the wind this year. Like, nah, 45, 47 wins. Like, that's just, that's what this team is. They're a, they're a plus 45 win team. It's what they always have been, really. Yeah. It's like Dame finds a way to do it. Yeah, you know, you, like you said, we, we always, we've talked about this a million times. They find a way to make that one run here or there, whether it's, a you know, 14 and 2 or... What did they go in uh, 2016, 17? I think it was like 18 and 8 down the stretch. Just wanted an absolute tear. Yeah. Um, Andrew Baird says, I'm enjoying a lovely Aussie summer at the moment, so not cold here. Listen, all you Southern Hemisphere freaking people, I don't want to hear from you. Okay. I mean, shout out to the summer, though. I, I, I miss it. I'm a, I'm a I was in 80 guy. plus degree weather a week and a half ago. I used to love winter. Ugh. I really used to be that Why? guy that was like, well, I don't, I, well I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm super pasty. So you can tell that I blend in well. Sure. Um, second of all, I just like wearing jackets, sweatshirts. But as I've gotten older, I don't want to wear clothes. Like, I'm, I just, I want to be I'm too tired to wear clothes. Yeah, I just want to wear a white t-shirt and shorts and call it good. So no matter what the weather is, I am a hoodie and basketball shorts or, or sweatshorts guy. Unless I have to like go somewhere to do something, right? Like right now, I am literally wearing like like neon pink Nike basketball shorts with Crocs and a t shirt and a hat. I, yeah, I'm usually that guy at my house, but I'm today. I I put on these pajama pants. My daughter's like, you you look like an old man. So you know, we we got matching his and hers <laughs> oh, for it? Hawaii. There you go. So um, it's uh. Man, I think everybody. Um... It's bad, man. Like I, you know, I'm I'm tweeting with the. Uh, I tweeted somebody that interned on my radio show, and I think he listens to the pod. But he's like trade Dame. I don't even care anymore. And I, uh, I don't I, think I don't I'm think everybody's there. Far. I'm not that far. It's getting bad, man. It's getting it bad is. where people are starting to wonder, like, what is this direction? Yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, unrelated, I think this is to uh, to the. Um... The live show the other day, uh, Eric Peterson asked, so, "Yo, Danny, random question. You got any insight on why Allen was mad at Roy? And I'm assuming he means Paul Allen. Brandon Roy unmedically retired and cost he went Paul to Minnesota hundred million dollars. Yeah, he went to Minnesota and fucked him. Yeah, hard. And it's not necessarily <laughs> about the money. It was about the handshake agreement that Paul Allen had with Brandon Roy about medically retiring him and and what that meant for the Blazers and uh, their insurance policy paying him out. Because you had the uh, amnesty. Yes, they could have they could have amnestied him instead. Yeah." And it wouldn't have cost the team and screwed it with the insurance policy. It's less about the money, which, I mean, the money mattered. Don't get it twisted. Right. Um, but it was more about kind of like betrayal of trust. And it, it pissed Paul off significantly. So um, it's a it's a very, very weird situation. Um, uh, Andrew Baird asks, the message you're getting tonight, Danny, are they asking what is wrong with the team or that they didn't realize it was this bad? The, the, the latter. They didn't believe me when I told them that when the season started. Because remember, the first two weeks of the season, I said, this is bad. And they were like, no, they got a couple wins. And I'm like, no, 
no, this is bad. I've, they beat I've, Phoenix in that third game, and people were like, or no, the second game yeah. after losing to Sacramento, and people were like, okay, they're back. Yeah, and it, I was looking at it like, no, Phoenix did not care. That, that They stumbled into that win. Danny, they're going to lose their next three games. They've now lost 11 of 13? Uh, yes, that is correct. So two, won, two, 2 and 11 in December? They won two games in the month of December. <coughs> or is that 2 and 12? Uh, 2 and 12. They have Atlanta, Miami, and Cleveland next. Which one of those three are they beating? They, well, Cleveland's skidding right now. Uh, Mobley could probably single-handedly beat this team. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're in, I'm in no <laughs> position to be like, oh, well, they could cut me out. No, no, no. They're, they're that bad. Um, they'll randomly win one of these games. We say this and then they don't. No, they will. They will. I don't know how they beat I mean, the Memphis they Grizzlies they, they beat at Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. You know what's crazy is they, other than the Charlotte game, they really haven't been, you know, I guess Dallas, they, they was a little junky, but they really haven't been scoring at all. Charlotte was probably the best game of the year. They just haven't been scoring. Like, I know they're missing guys, but even when they were healthy, they put up, you know, 83 against the Spurs. Yeah. 90 against the Clippers. 94 against the Warriors. Yep. 103 against Memphis. 107 against Utah, where they gave up 129. 97 against the Pels. 97. They scored 97 points against that Pelicans team. 95 against the Nuggets in November on the 14th. Like, yeah. They. Their offense got worse, and their defense got just as bad, if not worse. If not worse. They have not held an opponent under – See, other than the Memphis game. You said their defense has not gotten worse? No, it has. Uh, I was right? going to say, I make an argument it is substantially Oh, no, worse. It's, it's substantially worse. I think that yeah. around the league, that, that there's, there's other teams that are just as oh, bad. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, sure. league ranking-wise, let me see exactly where they are after. No, actually, cleaning the glass won't update until the morning, but I can still check it. But um, that was the one trade-off we talked about, right? Like, Neil had such an emphasis oh, no, on the, the defensive end. And, and they did after their last game. They are dead last in the last two weeks, and they are dead last in the league now. Right, so... 115.5. They had an emphasis on the defensive end, but what people didn't take into account and what threw me really off, this was where my first, like, went off, was in that press conference where Chauncey threw in a little, I'm a lean on coaches you know, for the defensive stuff, like he, he was basically telling us he didn't know how to coach yeah. defense that because he played on that Detroit team, there was this idea that he's this defensive guru and that just wasn't the case. Well, there you go. He immediately tells you, you're not going to be better defensively. And my problem was uh, you have no experience as an offensive minded coach in this league yet. Terry at least could do that. Yeah. And so uh, Mike, they scored, they scored at will. Yeah. Uh, they had one of the best offenses in the league regularly. I mean, those offenses is what – I mean, that was what saved them in all those seasons. Which is hilarious of, like, all the people. I I don't want to see ISO and spread pick and roll, and it's like, you mean you don't want to see Damian Lillard do, do what he does best? You like, want to see it now, don't you? Yeah. Ben uh, McLemore shot more times tonight than Damian Lillard. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's what Damian Lillard has seen for the last three games. Doubles. Ten, ten eyes. Yeah. Ten eyes. Yep. Dame had like seven assists in the first half, and he probably could have had 15, 16. Yeah. He was kicking it out, and just guys just weren't hitting shots. Anybody named Ben McLemore wasn't hitting shots. Like, there, you can say that, that, that Portland is struggling and they're missing guys, and there's all that. Da, 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 da. But, but, 
they suck. Yeah. Fully healthy, they suck. Like it's this isn't like, oh, they're just Yusuf Nurkic away. No. They're no. not CG McCollum away from no no. No, they're bad. They were losing these games with Yusuf Nurkic. Yes. Like does Nurk give them a little margin for error for not getting absolutely dicked around? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Does CJ give you a little bit more coverage? Sure. They're still a very bad team. And that's that's a hard, hard pill, I think. Even there's still I still have some people tonight like uh, why are you trash talking them? They're they're COVID short. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, guys, talking about what they are and what they are dealing with is not beating them up. It's talking reality, and that's what I'm talking about with the accepting of like the ship sinking. Stop trying to bail water. Just stop. It it does it's it's pointless. You just gotta kind of grab the guy in front of you, and be like it's okay, man. It's okay to let go. Like it's <laughs> let go of the rope. We can rebuild it. You're tired. I'm Ser- tired. Seriously, like, like DiCaprio sliding off the door, dude. Just like let it go. Just be like Kate and be like, see you later, bitch. Uh, off the door, you know. Just, it's not great. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, oh, and this is where we stuck with Chance. We could have had David Vanterpool. No, you couldn't have, and no, you didn't want him. I won't go into it anymore. We could have had Mike D'Antoni is what that, we should have had. That is what you could have had. Mike D'Antoni was the dude to bring in with this team. Just say, hey, we know what we are, and we know we're not. And what we're going to be is the team that scores 130 points every so, night. So it's um, it sucks. 
Uh, and, and Brandon and I have joked about this a lot, but it like picked a hell of a year to start doing a Brandon post game. <laughs> like, cause I'm telling you guys, I don't want to come on here and talk about the same things over and over and over tonight. But I look at tonight's game. There is one thing worth talking about one Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore. And I could spend like, like what? Fired away. Three minutes talking about Ben McLemore. Then what? Talk about Ben McLemore second half. Ben McLemore again. Ben McLemore. <laughs> right? Ben McLemore had the the resurgence to the top, baby. Larry Sean had White another good night. Larry had another good night. Uh, I I feel like Larry had a good night, but his night was so largely overshadowed by what LeBron did. And they didn't put Larry on LeBron, which bothered me. Did you uh, see how little time Larry yeah, I mean, it was spent like, it on was LeBron? Like four or five possessions. Yeah. But it was Tony Snell almost the, like the entire time. And I'm like... Please, for the love of God, can we stop sacrificing Tony Snell to the altar of LeBron James? I think the thinking was for Scotty B was uh, I need Larry in case this becomes a game and I can't keep him out of foul trouble. Keep him in a, yeah, keep him use him as a help defender. Basically, yeah, yeah. Auto audio starting. You probably can't hear it, but it's going to come through on here. Uh, I like stuff. Yeah, you know when it waits like seventeen minutes. That happened on TV a couple times. Because the ESPN box score is always straight from the studio, uh, mm. as opposed to the NBA.com one for some reason. Right. I don't know why that is, but um, yeah, Ben Ben continues to be a bright spot this year and just be really fun. He had that leaning fading three in the quarter that was like, okay, he's on one right now. Let's 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 enjoy this little bit again. I thought Larry had a good game. Uh, I thought Tony Snell got roasted. I thought Dame was a train wreck defensively. Uh, Nas got absolutely physically beaten to hell um by lebron uh, Nas, not was it Nas's best game no he's Nas is a strong kid Nas is a strong kid but like for all of the people like well Nas could see some time at the four that's why Nas doesn't see time at the four well it's also what makes lebron lebron yeah like when you're talking about a swing guy being like a true three four Nas is closer to like being bulkier trevor or Ariza than he is like a LeBron or a Giannis or something like that. If if Nas is going to get to that level, as opposed to being a 2-3 to being a 3-4, right. he's got to get to be about 240, 245. And he has already said that he likes playing smaller at around yeah. 220. So I think you're going to see him be a, a more of a force as a 2-3 than you're going to see him spend time at the 3-4. Um, well, can we talk about the other part of this too? Like, I, I understand the crowd that's like, well, you can't, uh, you, you know, be so hard on them right now. Like COVID, yeah, 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 like Nurk's out and CJ's out. I, I, I get it. Sure. There's a $90 million dude that he may not be comfortable in the role of being a number two, but like, this is part of the reason I would presume that the team gave him the contract is to step up in these moments and give more production time on norm powell here yeah like you can have cj be out okay cool is norm gonna give us 25 points because in these moments like he, he, another he four, needs to be four 15 night for norm tonight four 15 oh five from three um i don't even remember in my mind oh he took a lot I of shots early basket. on he just he just he was just back of the rim all night long I mean, he he got he get ninety million dollars, bro. Like, how many te- how many teams have a player with a ninety million dollar contract that are giving you that kind of production? Yeah. And, and and to be honest, Dame doesn't to get the skirt away tonight. 
No, uh, Dame had a Dame. real I don't give a shit vibe. Yeah. Defensively, he was a dumpster Pretty fire. Pretty quick. Uh, there was yeah. a couple times when they were hunting him in a pick and roll, knowing that the, that the soft switch was coming. Uh, almost, I think all of LeBron's dunks in the first half were because of Dame on a soft switch. It felt like when it got to 12-4, this team knew, like, oh, this game. Just roll over. Just belly yeah. up. And that's what I said. I said, Portland's either going to somehow pull off an upset or the Lakers are going to yeah, beat the right. brakes off them. There's no in-between with this team right now, man. It's an outright win or it's an outright blowout. That's there. There's no in between for them. They're either in a game or getting housed. Yes, they're either ha- going to have a chance to win this. It's it's never like in between those two things. Yeah. Gabriel Law, unrelated, says uh, Nurk is weighing at two ninety right now. Is that concerning at all for us, the collective us? Um, yes and no. Nurk's just a big dude. He's never yeah. going to be a svelte human being. Um, he actually plays better, bigger. Uh, I've, I've talked to of, of quite a few people in the medical profession and guys who have been around the league as trainers and stuff like that. and They've also the same thing about Yusuf Nurkic. He has much better body control when he's like 315, 320. He's able to just kind of, not even use strength, but just use straight mass to just drop step somebody into another dimension. And when you That's do why that, he was so dominant when he got here. Yes. He was just a big son of a bitch who was just like, nah, I don't think so today, Junior. And just, Rawr! just Shaq guys out of the way. Like Shaq was playing at 375 when he was with the Lakers. I don't think people really understand how big he really was. Just, just a, a human being that, that will never be replicated. Um, just so you know, Brandon, you, you just dropped your audio. I don't know what happened there. Oh, there you go. You clicked oh. back in? Yeah. You Sorry about that. That's okay. I didn't um, thought I was going to cough for a second, so I hit the mute button, and then I guess I didn't understand. Didn't mute. It's okay. Um, Nick Dolman asked, are we ever going to see what he was initially? I don't think so. Nope. I, I think both mentally and physically, I think it's just, it's it's a real problem. It's a like, long time ago, man. It's, he's getting older. He's a massive human being. Guys at that size, not just seven foot, but at the you know the two seventy plus range, you just wear down. You literally you just wear down. Like I, I had an injury similar to to Nurks. Like I, it wasn't compound, but it was that far from being compound. You know, I had multiple fractures at the same time with a, a completely torn MCL, ACL, meniscus. I mean, it was a really bad bad injury, and it, my leg was not the same, and it led to you know, other issues with my hip being degenerative and everything else. I can't imagine what that would do to me if I was a foot taller. Right. Like, <clears throat> that kind of thing just, it's, it's, it's tough to come back from, um, especially when you're that big. So, um, it is what it is. It, it sucks, but, uh, Tyrell says, God, I hope Dame just decided to get surgery and just come back next year to break, break Clyde's record. I don't want him to get it during us getting blown out. That's what I'm saying. I, th- I think it loses a little. It doesn't diminish him doing it. No. But you, we mentioned this with Joe, things to look forward to. Um, yeah. You're probably right. They'll probably win one of their next three games. Which game is it? I, I don't know. I'd probably lean Cleveland. I'd probably actually lean towards Atlanta. They're, okay. They're yeah, a really bad defensive team. They might be the worst defensive team in the league. They're right there with you. Yeah. Um, but to me, that still doesn't ultimately matter because I think what we're seeing and what we're hearing is a lot of people 
more and more every single game. Oh my God, screw this, screw this, screw this. Like I'm, I'm I've had people text me like, dude, you still, you still doing that pod? You, you still do? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we're kind of obligated. That's how an 82 game season works. Is the only reason we didn't do it for a week is because Danny and Brandon were dying. Yeah, we stick it out, and yeah, we're we're still doing it. But I think the point is basically like, I I don't know if if hey Dame's breaking the record. I don't know if that gets a lot of people like buzzing and I, I gotta watch that Dame game. Buzzing. Yeah, maybe that's the most important thing then right now. I mean, because if it happens like let's say it happens on a Sunday or Monday night football. Well, I guess at that point it might not be happening. But well, if it know, happens, I can, I can tell you. I can tell okay. you when you so, roughly think it happens. It'll be midweek, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So, so it, the likelihood is it's going to happen on the homestand against the Thunder, Bucks, Magic, Lakers, and Knicks between February fifth and February twelfth. Mathematically, okay. but barring any setbacks or anything like that, that's the week that I've kind of pegged that it's going. Okay, happen. so February. All right. There's really nothing else it going on except basketball at that point yeah it's gonna be post super bowl because super bowl is like the first isn't it uh yeah like the first or the fourth yeah but if this gets if this somehow gets even worse record wise like they go to like 13 and 26 which isn't impossible i mean it's happening i mean yeah you start going to that avenue i just i don't know danny how interesting it is for people to go oh i'm really excited about this i think it's gonna be tough to watch him break that record while they're down by 15 points against fill in the blank, the thunder or something. That's going to hurt. It's actually going to hurt. You're like, cool. You're all time dude. And you did this against the thunder when they're tanking and you're losing. Um, Dame's not making an all-star team, is he? Uh, his, his statistics this month have been good, but I, I can't, I, I think I, the narrative around the team is going to be so bad. This, I, I don't this think is gonna you be can like, make a case. I think this is going to be Bradley Beal-esque, where he's leading the league in scoring kind of a situation, and he's still not going to make the All-Star team because the team sucks so much. I mean, but like, even though even though that might be the case, his stats prior to this month were not good. No, let, let me... Let me like 23 I'm, and 7. I'm going to pull up his season stats now. 33% from 3. Like, he wasn't having a great year. Player stats. Traditional. Advanced. He's up to 24, 7, and 4. <laughs> like, his shooting splits are 40, 33, 89. Like, the splits come up to 44, 37. Hmm. Like. I mean. I don't know. If he does, it's on it's on name. I mean, it's gonna be, he's gonna get voted in by the coaches. That's if he gets happen. if he gets voted in, it's gonna be because the players want to try to talk him out of getting getting him out of Portland. Did you know the play the, the, the Trailblazers only have three players on the entire season with a plus minus of, that above zero? I don't want to. I don't want to know things like that. Brandon Williams, Jaron Cumberland, and Cameron McGriff. Jesus, it's their ten guy, ten day guys too. Let's tweet that out real quick. Uh, oh, then why would you do that? <laughs> because I'm an asshole. Look at you. You're an asshole who's sick and he knows it. You yep. know it. This is the sickos meme coming to life right here. 
The only players on the Trailblazers with a plus slash minus above zero are players currently on 10-day hardship deals. Happy New Year's. Yeah. God. Bob says Dame will be an all-star. Corey says Curry, Mitchell, Luca, Ja, Booker, SGA. You yeah. putting Happy New Year's on the end of that tweet is the most asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, hey, guys, want to know how shitty your shitty team is? They're so shitty that it's all these shitty guys. Happy New Year. <laughs> I mean, I just... I can't. I hope anybody that likes and retweets that bullshit unretweets and unlikes it. So you you get to like 10 retweets. Like negative retweets. Likes, and then I hope it just subtracts just out of like being sheer asshole back to you. Listen, I'm just. Happy New Year's. What a dick thing to <laughs> say. Listen, man. If you want somebody who's just. I am the Bane meme in a nutshell. You, you merely adopted the darkness. You merely adopted the pessimism. I was born in it, raised in it. You can't kill me. I've been pessimistic since I saw the light of day. And by then, I was already a man. <laughs> it's just for real. Like, I'm just... If you can't laugh at it, if you can't crush it, you're gonna die on the inside at this point, legitimately. Like, because there's only so many things we can do. Like, you can sit here and look at this box score, and we could talk about LeBron James going 16 of 26, five of 10 from three, 43, 14, four, two and two, and he did it in 29 minutes. The Lakers scored 139 points, Brandon, and everyone sans LeBron James was out with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They could have put up 150 plus. Oh, easily. They could have put 150 from Utah. Or no, Dallas. Dallas could have Oh, Dallas, yeah, no, Dallas definitely could have. Mark Coker says, not sure if you were Chad or worse. <laughs> Listen, man, it is it is I what think, it is. I think you're worse. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, if you're yeah. if you're hunting for silver linings right now, you might be a bigger sicko than I. Am. No, I, I I think if you're hunting for any kind of um, any positives at all with this team, you're just absolutely burying your head in the sand. And I just, it sucks, man. It does. It sucks because you know we also got this thought uh, from uh, Kindle on Twitter. I, I think there's a chance um, nothing happens. That no. ownership doesn't give a fuck and they don't bother with any major moves. I there's there's something about this franchise that I think lends some credibility to that thought that it's not the most impossible thing ever, despite how bad it's gotten. If that actually happened. I mean, they really just rode this out. Oh whoa. Whoa. Bad. I, I, bad. I don't want to live in that world right now. Um, 
But what if their only move is a Roko trade? Which is, is really funny because he Covington just tweeted out Happy New Year's and a picture of him in a Blazers jersey. <laughs> just like... I don't, I don't know, man. I just... Get those questions in, though, for the mailbag. Yeah, get your questions in for the mailbag on Sunday. Uh, it'll it'll be fun. And um, I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm, I'm kind of running out of running out of words, realistically. Like, there's there's only so many things. Like, <sighs> there's nothing to break down on when the team plays. That's the unfortunate no, part. It's that's like the thing. It's... <sighs> it's really unfortunate. That's the thing. It's like they. It, it, DSJ uh, underscore MVP. We finally hit a turning point where we won't be mediocre and toss the first round. We actually have a good asset the first time in a decade. Uh, I'm not advocating for them trying to make a run. Don't get it twisted. I am firm. Oh. I am firmly in drive this thing into the ground. Keep the draft pick. I am pro keep the draft pick. If they, they you get, get this. nothing. Tell me, guys, what did those first round exits get you for the last five years? What did they achieve for you? This shit storm. It's Do bad. not be happy with this. Half of the NBA makes the playoffs. It's the most overrated thing to tout and point. Well, we made it for eight straight years. Cool. What'd you do with it? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's um, such a small market mentality to care about it's, dumb it's, shit it's, like it's, yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Uh, Coker Time says, go watch Nick Witcher on Netflix. Sir, I have had COVID for two weeks. I have watched everything on Netflix. I've heard, uh, have you seen the Betty White doc, coincidentally? R.I.P.? No, I have not. I've not. I gotta watch that. I've heard good things about The Witcher. Gun down on her prime. Gun down on her prime. Yeah. Shout out Ian Carmel. You know, somebody made a good point. Uh, somebody calculated all the years that she lived, and I guess she 99. lived through like seven. No, so she lived through seven different leap years. You take those days. She technically. She lived should technically hundred. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she was on the cover of People magazine, getting ready to celebrate her hundredth birthday. I, Danny, I shit you not. This is a true story. As my ghost gift wrapping paper starts to fall. I just this morning at like 8 a.m. I read a blurb about her that she did in People magazine about how excited she was to turn 117 days and how it was going to be like a small get together and a huge milestone. And I was like, that's awesome. I love Betty White. And I would say four hours later, TMZ news. she died. I'm like, Wow. Seth Myers Seth Myers said that she got a standing ovation at an SNL after party and then she ordered a hot dog and a vodka. <laughs> it's my kind of people, man. It's my kind of people. Um Tyrell asked Aaron Danny and Brandon, would you rather have a three through five pick or Ben Simmons this year? Three through five gets a little dicier. One through three? Give me pick one through three. Three through five? I'm taking three through five. It's still a little dicey. Uh, it, it's dicey. But because the chance of that asset. player being Ben Simmons is not or great. what teams step up to give you an asset? To trade for that. Okay. Okay. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. <sighs> yeah, it's just. Oh, you know what? Screw it. We'll, we'll end on this. Joey Puski asks, how about this, Danny and Senor Sprague? Would we still be this bad if Terry were still the head coach? We'll peel back the curtain a little bit. Brandon and I were talking about exactly this pre-show. 
And what we came up with is, yes, they would still be this bad. Because the problem was not the coach. And maybe Chauncey hasn't helped or exacerbated, and Scott Brooks is not a great coach and all that stuff. Terry could not keep the vibes from going sideways because of Neil. If anybody was going to get fired June 6th, it was Neil. Yeah. If they had done that at the end of the season, and hell, Terry may have just had to go anyways. He may have just run its course. But had they done that and made a real change, i.e. trading CJ, trading Cuff, trading Nurk. Addressing the obvious roster holes yeah. and saying, this thing is salvageable, but we got to do it now. Then you might have been able to pretty significantly change things up. You wouldn't have hired Chauncey, no. first of all. No, fire, firing Neil would have prevented that from happening. Yeah. That would have never even been in the cards. You know, you would end in a different you might have uh, avenue. A kid, which I don't know. Maybe you, there's, it's a possibility. In. But um, um, you know, I I did. I told this to Danny. I I have no problem admitting to you. I I like Terry. I I didn't mm-hmm. think Terry was the greatest coach, but I thought Terry was a good coach. I Terry's a great good. vibes dude. Kept things kept things the way they needed to be. Nine Absolutely. years of not having any bullshit ever go publicly is insane. I mean, I just, I thought it was the dumbest thing that that was a narrative among some Blazer fans was this just anti-Stots, pro-everything yeah. else. Um, so there's a part of me that kind of enjoys the fact that they're this shitty and Terry's not having to coach this and be the guy that's we're all sitting here trying to blame this on. Like, this isn't a coach problem, although maybe you don't think their coach is that great anyway. Uh, this roster sucks. Yeah. So <sighs> thank you guys for riding with us. Um, if you guys want to just kind of come in and have some levity and stuff like that, um, I may open it up a little bit more for folks for the, for the watch parties, um, since viewership is down around the league for the Blazers, <laughs> um, yes. because it's fun to kind of come in and, and shoot the shit. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Cause I've got some contract stuff that I can't open it up fully, but maybe I'll do like a little bit of a, like a lottery or a raffle. Um, for folks that want to come hang out. Um, because that's like the most fun part of this this whole process right now, I think, Brandon, is just sitting around shooting the shit, watching the game together. Would you agree? Yep. Yeah. Because talking about a postgame sucks. I'll be honest. Oh, there's nothing to talk about. It's like, yeah. oh, the Blazers lost by 30. Oh. Uh, what were your highlights? Oh. No, I shot it five times. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you all so, so, so very much. Be safe out there. How much time we got? Got an hour. Be safe out there. Don't do yep. anything stupid. We appreciate you. Like, rate, review. If you're here, sitting here watching and you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please subscribe. Help us grow. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for your support. That is, this is me asking for the thing. This is the ask. So thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Brandon appreciates it. Um, like, rate, review. Find us wherever you find podcasts. Get your questions in from Mailbag Podcast on Sunday. You guys are slacking. Usually my email's full by now. I think I've got two. Come on, let's go. Get them in. Um, otherwise, I'm going to make stuff up. And then I'll probably send out really, I'll send out, I'll send out worst happy new year's tweets. Um, but thank you all so very much. You guys are awesome. You're fantastic. We love you. Uh, at Jack Ramsey's at Danny Murray at Brandon Sprague. Uh, we will catch you all uh, on Sunday because the Blazers do have a couple days off. Uh, so we will record on Sunday and then the Blazers are back to action on Monday against the Hawks. Is that the Hawks game Monday? It's the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. So Hawks heat Cleveland next three. We appreciate you. Uh, Tyrell with a donation, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you all. Uh, happy New Year's, boys. Um, stay safe. Uh, try to not let this stuff ruin you. 
I remember when I was younger, it definitely bothered me more than I let it. It's just sports, guys. It's just sports. It is, but also it should be like a large part of your soul. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) I love you all so much. Y'all take care. We'll talk soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful New Year. Stay safe. And.